So, uh, Nick, the day has finally come. Yep, yep. It's uh, it, it's time for the start of our esports career. Uh, mm-hmm. We're, we're going to quit podcasting, our main source of income here, <laughs> to, to to really just try our hand. At, at the at the brand new MOBA game uh, that Polygon describes as better than League of Legends because you can't say racial slurs, Pokemon Unite. Uh, Pokemon Unite, that's right. I have not downloaded Pokemon Unite on You traitor. You uh, coward. Switch, you bastard. But, uh, I, 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 I do believe that I'm described um, in that same article as uh, one of the top uh, n- n- new contenders, the, the mm-hmm. new blood coming into Pokemon Unite, which I guess yeah. is everybody since it did just come out. <laughs> you know, that is true, but they actually do have a specific paragraph about you, Nick, uh, uh-huh. about yeah. how they really think that your Pikachu game is really just top-notch, like you're really just going around just absolutely yeah. killing well, it. Well, well, to be clear, it will be top-notch once I download the game. Yeah, yeah. This, this and is if kind I of like decide a... to play Pikachu. Yeah, no, for sure. I, you don't want to play... Pikachu's kind of boring, I'm going to lie. So I've been playing a bit of Pokemon Unite. I'm not going to lie. Uh... <laughs> I used to play a lot of League of Legends in high school, uh, and that was a mistake. Uh, but now we're here, and you know I've never been very good at MOBAs, uh, just in general. But Nick, let me tell you, playing against actual children, boy, howdy, do I kick ass as Eldegoss. My Eldegoss, Nick, it's top notch, baby, absolutely top notch. Eldegoss, fuck, which one's Eldegoss? That, I, that feels like some Gen 6 bullshit. I think it is some Gen 6 bullshit. I don't even know who Eldegoss is. I just saw support and I was like, oh, no one's going to play this one. So I might as well <laughs> just step in. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's a game and it's kind of fun. Not going to lie. Uh, it's, you know, it's a MOBA for babies. It's a baby MOBA, a Mo baby, if you will. Uh, and I hope you will. Actually, I hope you won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> it's you know it's fine. <laughs> it's the easiest like MOBA you're ever going to play because you all you do is press the A button when you're in range, and then no one knows how to play a MOBA, so you win. Uh, you get like special moves, right? Like just like a MOBA, but instead of getting like four mapped to like Q, W, E, and R, you get three uh, mapped to Z, R, and R, and then L, uh, Z, L for like a special attack that you get after uh, building up things. And Nick, this is this isn't just a MOBA. It's also a sports game. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it's like scoring points. Because Pokemon can't do violence. That's right. Yeah, just like in real war, uh, when you kill somebody, you have to <laughs> you have to take their essence, their soul essence, back to your base's uh, uh, basketball net, and you have to dunk it. You have to do a cool dunkaroni for it to count. Just like in real mm. war. I see. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it's it's pretty. I think I think we should get into it. I really do. I think we could be top players, and I think uh, the stars have aligned. In fact, and uh, all of our zodiacs are saying that we're going to be the top uh, Pokemon Unite players in the entire world. Uh, so watch out for. I guess for that, we're we're coming for you. Yeah, and if you get into Pokemon Unite too, you can just uh, you know wait to be trounced by us. It'll by- be great. Yeah, by me, Mr. Mark J. Magic, which is the name that I chose for this one, because I thought that that might be funny. Well, uh, you can uh, you can wait for my username uh, in uh, in a subsequent episode so that you can know you're being trashed by me or not. I I I might not download the game for a while. I I, I might keep him waiting. Oh, I see. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep him waiting. It's all about internally. the suspense.
Hey everybody, welcome to Nostalgia Blinded, the show where two best friends with the same first name take a rose-tinted look at the media of the past. My name's Nick. And mine is too. Nick, you've been hoodwinked, baby! No! I was should have been ready for it. I like you would think that since the movie came out all those years ago, that I'd be in a state constantly ready to be hoodwinked. But uh-huh, you know, it always yeah. sneaks up on you when you least expect it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna be top of the woods. Uh, I am a small rabbit who's the twist <laughs> vision of the movie Hoodwink from 2003 or whenever the fuck it was. No, We're talking about Hoodwink today. It's Hoodwinked, baby! Anne Hathaway, Patrick Warburton, Glenn Close is in this movie for some goddamn reason. It's Hoodwinked, she the grandma? baby. Yeah, she's the grandma, yeah. Hood, oh, hoodwinked man. is a movie. Hoodwinked exclamation point, mind mm-hmm. you. Sorry, I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh my god, I I can't believe I I disparaged the name of Hoodwinked. <laughs> it's a it's a movie. It, 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 it's a movie. This movie came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. I'm pr- I I I did not see this one in theaters because I would have been five years old. But right. it was definitely uh, a mainstay uh, on those long summer camp afternoons when we would be waiting for our parents to come pick us up. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. We needed to do, just do something, something to shut us the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So they would put on a movie. Sometimes it would be hoodwinked. Yeah, sometimes uh, this was a, a car movie for us. We had the the DVD, and like every single car ride, we would watch hoodwinked because you gotta watch hoodwinked. You you, you gotta watch hoodwinked. That's one That's thing the... about hoodwinked that you gotta know. That you gotta is know. That you gotta watch it. So this movie uh, is a parody, if you couldn't tell, of the Little Red Riding Hood fairy tale. Well, well, well. Uh, okay, Nick. Okay. I think we need to defer to Wikipedia's authority on this one. Oh no, no, because the, uh, the 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 genres that it lists, Nick, is hoodwinked exclamation point is a 2005 American CGI animated children's independent fairy tale parody satirical musical fantasy buddy comedy <laughs> action crime thriller mystery film. <laughs> I didn't read that. Oh my god! Like, I, I I think the writer of this Wikipedia article was having some fun with it because I... <laughs> you 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 do not need all of that to describe hoodwinked. No, and I think really also not. if you like, if you were to uh, like sort of take that list of genres, uh, you you would not get hoodwinked. Hoodwinked is more than the sum of its thirteen genres. I mean, I agree. It's kind of like its own thing. That's the thing. It, it it really is this kind of like little mishmash of a bunch of different tropes that they threw in. It's kind of like, I don't know if it was the first of its kind, but it definitely like got in before like some of the more intense like parody. Um, not, not intense, but like when they started just making like a bunch of these kinds of it's blank, but it's animals. Uh, they kind of like got in right under the radar, uh, in the kind of like the mid two thousands of that kind of thing. Also, apparently it was independently produced. Like I was expecting this to be like a Sony joint, but no, it's a blue yonder films. I mean, like it, that's probably why it looks like dog shit, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we can get into that. Um, yeah, you know, you mentioned that it's sort of, uh, like, you know, got in under the radar of, uh, a lot of this stuff, but just to, uh, sort of, um, like contextualize this a little bit, uh, Shrek came out in 2001, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, it is like sort of, I think distinctly, uh, you know, takes a lot from, uh, the, uh, the Shrek aesthetic, um, for sure, but, yeah. uh, like just, it feels like it does so much more with it. 
you know, and like it's not all successful, but it definitely does things. It's a dense movie. There's a lot that happens in Hoodwinked. Yeah, and 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 like there's also like time shenanigans and like non-linear storytelling. Yes, and like twists, like like fucking Pulp Fiction. It's yeah, (laughs) it's like you're going through this crime. Okay, so the the story of Hoodwinked is the story of Little Red Riding Hood, but the the joke is that it's being investigated by the police and everybody's a suspect, right? Uh, Little Red's a suspect. The the woodsman is a suspect. The uh, the werewolf, the werewolf, Jesus, no, the big bad wolf and the grandma Mm -hmm. are all suspects in this uh, break and entering uh and each of them have like a different perspective to the story and the uh the cop the frog man who i think his name's nick they just call him nick in this one so really maybe that's why we have such an important connection uh with this movie uh he like pieces together this like what happened in the crime like who's trying to steal the recipe to granny's cookies uh over the course of this movie it's actually kind of interesting and dare i say well-paced yeah, no, I, I I remember it being very snappy. It it really held my attention. By the way, Nick, I I don't know what it is, but I just realized that there's like a lot of frogs in suits in animation. Mm. Uh, like the, 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 there's this one, there's Nick. Uh, there is um. Sorry, like, his name is uh, Detective Nicky Flippers. I'm so sorry. Detective just... Nicky Flippers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's important. So so we got Nicky Flippers. Um, there there were frogs in suits in uh, Meet the Robinsons as well. And then also in uh, Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, uh, which was a cart- Netflix cartoon uh, oh my from God. a yeah, couple I years that. ago, uh, there was uh, like the, the Mod Frogs were one of the uh, sort of tribes of mutants out there in the world. So yeah. I don't know where the frogs in suits sort of uh, like flashpoint yeah, is. To... Who was the first one to come up with the idea of frogs in suits? But like, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. People just like to put these squishy little boys into suits, and I don't understand why. Yeah. But anyway, Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. Can I just say that the guy who voices uh, Detective Nicky Flippers is is David Ogden Stiers, uh, who you might know, Nick, uh, uh, as Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast, and also Kamaji in Spirited Away. Oh, wow. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like this guy, uh, who's also in M.A.S.H., uh, and also, also on regular match. show. Who the hell is David Ogden Stiers? He's had a rich career. My God, yeah. Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, he was the uh, he was the doctor. He he was the four eyed uh, alien dude. Oh, Jumba Jumba. I think is that his name, Doctor Jumba Jumba. Yeah. yeah, or oh, sorry, Doctor Jumba Jukiba. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember Lilo and Stitch. Man. I'll be real with you. <laughs> This guy has a fucking storied career. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, this like that's the other thing about this movie. It was around that time when like if you wanted people to see your animated movie, you had to have an all star cast, right? So you got exactly. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is Little Red in this one. Good mm-hmm. casting. Very good casting. Yeah, you got uh, let's see, you got uh, Glenn Close as uh, Granny Abigail Puckett. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it wasn't. Wasn't Puckett, or I'm thinking of Muffet. That's from a different nursery rhyme. Yeah, well, I think you're thinking the, the, of Muffet. They're yeah, just going little crazy. Miss, yeah, you're just thinking of Little Miss Muffet who sat in our tuffet and did something else uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> that rhymes with it. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Jim Belushi as Kirk the Woodsman. Patrick Warburton as uh, as the Wolf, Natch. Mm-hmm. Wolf W. Wolf. Natch. I mean, yeah, I forgot his name was <laughs> My name Wolf is Mario Mario. <laughs> Luigi Mario. Yeah, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. This, uh-huh. Yeah, Patrick Warburton. What, what a good, I mean, good in everything, but what a good casting choice for the big bad wolf. Let me, let me just tell you. Exactly. exactly. It, it, really, it really brings the heat when he's talking about the big wolf. And he's like, hey, whoa, what's going on here? 
He's great. Great. Oh, obviously great. Uh, and also Exhibit is in this one, Nick. I don't know if you know Exhibit, uh, but he's he's an American rapper. He was the bear. Do you remember the bear? Um. Oh yeah, the bear. Huh. Yeah, he was the bear. Yeah, in this sure one. is the bear. He yeah. Uh, he was, and then yeah. let's see some more characters. I don't remember. We got Twitchy the squirrel, uh, which yes. is uh, an obvious sort of take on uh, Scrat. That classic, classic yeah. pre-minions there, there, uh, you're right. there, was a, there was a time in CG animation that everybody had to do a scrat. Like, Ice Age struck gold and everyone was like, oh, we could do that. Yeah, but, like, you know, also, like, scrat was, like, popular in the context of Ice Age. But, like, he wasn't a phenomenon in popular culture, like the Minions became. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was definitely, yeah. like, it was always, like, there in the background. But, like, yeah, Minions, every, like, like, nobody's trying to recreate Minions, though, I feel. I feel like the Minions are almost clean in this sense, which isn't fun for me to say. I don't like saying that out loud. Dude, everyone's trying to recreate the Minions. What the fuck were the trolls? Okay, that is valid, but I will say that the trolls came out way before the minions in the 90s, even possibly sooner. So I think the minions were copying the trolls, and then the trolls saw the minions and were like, hey, we want some. <laughs> Put us in, coach. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, maybe. I, I mean, like, you know, we we could track uh, any number of uh, sort of threads here. But uh, yeah, just uh, the, the, the scrattiness of this film is definitely notable. Um, yeah. like, uh, and also I feel like Hammy in, uh, in, oh um, yeah, friend of the show, uh, <laughs> series mainstay over the hedge. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely sort of, uh, you know, taking on that too. You know, Tara Strong. Yeah. Tara Strong's in this as Zora, who I think is one of the bad. Okay. So, okay. We, maybe we should go through the plot of this movie because it, it goes places y'all. Let me tell you. Uh, so it starts out, uh, like depicting the events of the of little red riding hood like red shows up to the house and the wolf's in the bed and he's doing the thing where he's like oh uh, hey i'm your grandma and uh and i'm totally definitely your grandma and then they have this great joke where they're like oh your ears are so big and your eyes are so big and your breath freaking stinks dude like man oh boy howdy do you have some not great breath and everybody's like cracking up like uh, stomachs are being like fucking clutched uh, uh people are jumping off of roofs left and right it's just so funny it's so funny let me tell you indeed indeed that, uh, yeah and, um, and that was like the way that they marketed the movie too. oh yeah there's so much hijinks but that's also the way they like marketed most of the commercials was anne hathaway being like oh what bad breath you have and everybody's like oh oh red oh hoodwinked i gotta see that movie and then you know, they they all they all it all happens, and like Red doesn't get eaten by the wolf because in this one, Little Red Riding Hood is a karate master. Yeah, that's right, and, and so is Granny, and she's also like a BMX enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, but that comes snowboarder. later. That's like a yeah. big reveal. <laughs> like a big reveal later. So okay, so uh, Little Red Riding Hood does some karate on the wolf, and then Grandma, who was tied up in the closet, breaks out of the closet. And the wolf seems surprised at this. And then the uh, the axeman, who just has a big axe, he just comes crashing through the window, wielding his axe, and everybody's screaming. And then it just, like, cuts to a close-up of a police car and a police scene. And, you know, that, that's mm -hmm. kind of fun. Kind of fun. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, uh, this thing is happening uh, in actual society, even though it's supposed to be a uh, fairy tale. So, of course, the police would show up, <laughs> you know. 
It's, it's a crime that's happened here in the plot of Little Red Riding Hood. There's a crime here, and now it's now it's the police are here, and they're doing their wonderful things, and they're all whimsical animal creatures as well. Uh, I think Anthony Anderson voices the stork, which is kind of fun. Um, and so they they have to call in an exhibit, and Anthony Anderson, who are playing a bear and a stork respectively, are like trying to get answers out of these four suspects, and then they have to call in the big guns, or in this case, the big flippers, because here comes here comes suave ladies man detective nikki flippers the frog mm. with, a, <laughs> with a handlebar mustache <laughs> which is a good gag it's like it's kind of a good gag i'm not gonna lie uh he shows up and he's like getting in there he's getting in the weeds of like what happened and like we start and we go through little red's journey and she's like i was trying to give my grandma i was trying to give her some cookies that my mom made me do to save uh, wikipedia says to save granny's business i think granny's business is doing fine there's like a whole thing where like granny is like this kind of this rich old lady is living in the woods because she's her cookies are just so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah th- th- there's a lot that happens on this sort of uh initial uh like story after our cold open uh because uh red is trying to deliver the cookie she meets uh, a uh, a rabbit on the way. Uh, she falls out of a fucking cable car. Yeah. Um, which uh, I I don't remember happening. There's a pretty catchy song. Uh, oh, she meets the old goat. Yeah, I remember the, the goat. Old goat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do sing. remember the goat. The goat. The, the goat is always singing in the back of my mind. Yeah. Every waking moment and playing the banjo. Yeah, he's a yodeling banjo playing goat who could only talk and sings. He can only like sing, but then sometimes mm-hmm. he doesn't, and sometimes he just yeah. talks. And the movie makes like a big deal out of it. Yeah, no, but he, he, but but he was cursed by a witch, next, so he can only sing. Yeah, that's what it was. He was cursed by a witch, and then sometimes, like, like Anne Hathaway is like, "You were cursed by a witch," and he's like, "Yep," and he's like, "You didn't sing that part of it." And he's like, "Shit," <laughs> or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, there's there's hijinks that happen, and then she shows up to Granny's house, and then you know the whole thing. She finds the wolf in the bed, and then you know that plays out just like that, right? And pretty right. standard stuff. Obviously, Red wasn't the one who did the crime. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and uh, our, 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 first, our first twist here comes when the wolf is interviewed. What at first seems to be an open and shut case becomes confused once the wolf shares his side of the story. The wolf, to the surprise of many at the crime scene, is an investigative reporter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a just, good... Just, like, oh, oh, this is so subversive. This yeah. is such a, such a hot take on this story. They really got him, yeah. Uh, which is, you know, kind of, again, a big reveal. The movie makes a big deal out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let's see, Twitchy the Squirrel is his assistant. Uh, he, he, he's, he's taken the pictures. He, he's taken to pictures. He, uh, yeah, and Twitchy's there, and he's talking very fast, and that's like the joke. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we learn through the wolf that he's chasing someone called the Goody Bandit, who's been like stealing recipes and stuff like that. Uh, and the wolf, again, his name is Wolf W. Wolf, uh, <laughs> was trying to figure out if Red and Granny were like the cookie thieves for some reason, because I guess they had good cookies, and I guess that means that they're thieves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the logic really wasn't there uh but you know i guess it justifies the wolf being there and <laughs> you know it's always fun so we go through his side of the story he also runs into boingo which is very important uh yes yes we also run into boingo you know you'll notice that boingo is sort of the uh uh the least common denominator uh in uh, in all of these uh, uh situations that the various characters are going through yeah, yeah, yeah. And the wolf wasn't trying to eat Little Red Riding Hood. He was trying to interview her for his uh-huh. investigative journal. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you know, 
That's like, uh, oh man, what, what would be a good uh, thing? Clarice. It's like if you were trying to... It's like if you... <laughs> Clarice, no. I don't, I don't, mm, I don't want to eat you. I just really want to get your opinions on Pokemon Unite for my gaming no. journal website. It's like not so much like that. It's like if Hannibal Lecter like wanted to interview Clarice and so dressed up as Clarice's mom and took her out to lunch. Clarice, <laughs> it's me, your mother. Uh-huh. I'd, I'm going to take you to this Burger King next to your house and we're going to talk about Pokemon Unite. It's me, your mother, Clarice. Exactly. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's a little bit like that. Uh, okay, and then we have I think the it would woodsmen. go something. I think it'd go a little something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, yeah. Th- then we have the woodsman. The woodsman is great uh, because yes. uh, he like wants to be an actor for a schnitzel truck or something, but then he realizes that his actual talent is uh, like chopping down trees. And there's the scene where he's like reading a tree chopping manual and just going through the woods, fucking decimating all of the trees with his axe. And yeah. then he gets to a really big tree, and there's a montage of him chopping down the tree. It's yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. And and Boingo is also there, and he's like, "You can't cut down all these trees." And then he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that they make a fun joke about the cops being like, well, uh, well, I guess we can't really arrest you, even though you kind of deforested an entire wood- wooded area. That's not technically a crime, so I guess you're good. Which is, exactly. again, kind of, there's a lot of like, you know, they, they cut back and forth between like the retelling uh, and then cutting back into like the 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 dining room where they are and the cops are there and exhibit is there. And he's like doing all these like witty remarks and Nick, Nikki flippers is listening intently. Cause Oh man, what, what a smart dude, that frog <laughs> that frog with that fedora. And he has a pet too, Nick. Do you remember that he had like a little pet that he treated like a dog, but it was like a bug. I don't know if uh, you remember. Was it like a fly? I think was it was like a joke. Fly. It's like, Oh, you know, you, you think that the frog would eat the fly, but actually it's his pet. There's like a lot of like weird one-off just jokes in this. Yeah. There's a lot of, that don't really gags. connect to anything. Yeah. Again, it's a children's movie. So they gotta, they gotta do a lot of visual gags. They have to have fun in the background. Right. So basically he cuts down the big tree and then the big tree goes rolling down the hill and he's riding on the big tree because it's wacky and he's doing great. And then the big tree stops. It hits two smaller trees that it should have destroyed, but it launches him in through the window into to granny's house with his axe swinging wildly like he's about to murder everybody but you know it's not his fault it was the tree <laughs> yeah exactly oh and he sings a song about uh schnitzels and bringing schnitzels to the children that's very important yes <laughs> very important of course yeah uh, okay so then uh we uh interview granny uh and there's an action scene uh because uh she was attacked by a bunch of like uh you know uh it's a secret operatives in a ski yeah, race. Yeah. Okay, well, here, let's not gloss over this, okay? Because this is a huge turn. This is a huge betrayal, all right? Granny is an extreme sports enthusiast. Right. And uh, has never told Red, Little Red, uh, because of reasons. And I can't remember the reason, but Red is very upset by this. She cannot believe that Granny no. is an extreme sports enthusiast. Yeah, there's like a really sad song that plays as Red is like wandering off after hearing this news. I remember this. Yeah, um, Red like, is Blue is the name of the song. That's right. <laughs> it's a very, Red, very yeah. emotional moment. It's like a minute long. It's like one of those like kind of like 80s music videos where she's like wandering through the forest and everything's like saturated in blue. Uh, and mm-hmm. we get a flashback of... Uh, of <laughs> 
We get a flashback of her and Granny in the kitchen, and Red finds a, a medal that says like Extreme Wrestling Federation Championship, and and Granny's and she's like, "What? What's this doing in your in your kitchen drawer?" And then Granny has a flashback within the flashback of her like taking people to Brown Town in the fucking ring, and then she's like, "Oh, I don't know how that got there. Don't worry about it." And then they never speak of it again. As the song is going, uh, and I quote, "Red is blue. It doesn't make much sense, but red is blue." Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jesus. It's very good. So Granny is an extreme sport enthusiast, and she's keeping it a secret for some reason. And she goes to a skiing mountain, and she's skiing, and some uh, some goons are there, right? Just regular old goon squad. And uh, they attack her, and uh, it turns out that the reason she was tied up in her closet uh, is because, like, uh, she was parachuting down the uh, so mountain after making her escape, and then it got tangled up in the uh, ceiling fan. Uh, uh, in the ceiling fan, and she ended up tied up in her parachute strings in her closet. Now, like, you know, a lot of these sort of, like, uh, mysteries that depend on the different perspectives of a lot of different characters will sort of, like, you know, make all of the details come together at the end so that yeah. it suddenly makes sense. This movie does not do that <laughs> because no. none of the details make sense independently. No, no, they're all, like, goofy details. Like, when you watch Pulp Fiction, you're like, okay, I kind of understand what you're going for. But again, it does, like, the explanations don't make any sense, but the pacing actually does make quite a bit of sense, and everything starts to, like, you figure it out at the end. Acts 1 and 2 are pretty, like, pretty cut and dry, pretty tight. And then Act 3 happens, and Nikki Flipper's like, hmm, but we haven't discovered who the goody bandit is, because that's important. And he's like, okay, so there's only one answer for who the goody bandit could be. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's there's one person who was in all of your stories, and it's Boingo. And then because... Because if you tell a story and the same person is there, they're the culprit. They're the bad guys always, no matter what. Exactly, exactly. But, but, but like, to be fair, he was also manipulating everybody throughout the entire thing. Because, like, Boingo was like, oh, you know, you can take this shortcut to the wolf. And he was the one who fucking pushed Little Red Riding Hood, voiced by Anne Hathaway, out of a ski lift. Yeah, 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 trying to actually kill her for real. But, like, uh-huh. and I agree. Like, once when you look at each of the things that he does, yes, it's very suspicious. Yes, obviously, he's a culprit. But, like, the... The reason that Detective Nikki Flickers and all his infinite wisdom gives is because Boingo was in all four of the stories, he is the culprit. And that's not how it works, but you're right here, Nick, so I can't really, you know, what, what can I do? I can't, like, yell at you. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Uh, after Boingo sneaks into Granny's home and seals pocket family recipes, Red notices Boingo. Uh, we, we follow him to uh, his hideout in uh, the cable car station. Um, the, the police fuck up and pursue Boingo in the wrong direction. And then uh, we get our fucking Avengers squad uh, yes. for uh, the final <laughs> confrontation. Um, Boingo plans to add an addictive substance called Boingonium to the stolen recipes and then bulldoze the forest so as to clear the way for a new Boingo-themed corporate empire. Okay, whatever. So he's, yeah, he so has he's a capitalist. Yeah. He's yeah. a capitalist. So, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, listen, the movie is very left. You have to understand. It's a leftist paradise uh-huh. over there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and, and then so, he sings, And I'm gonna be... Da-da-da-da. Top, Top of the what? You've Yo, been hoodwinked, hoodwink, baby! <laughs> it's great. Uh, and they do, like, this great bit where, like, the henchmen have very scary names. Uh, and <laughs> and then one of them is just called Keith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, and Boyk is like, oh, watch out for Keith. <laughs> it's, like, it's a pretty good bit. That's probably the best bit in the movie. Um, yeah, and then so they fight on a cable car, right? Uh, <laughs> Boingo, uh, again is planning to murder for real Little Red Riding Hood, right? Mm-hmm. 
So he straps her into a cable car full, filled with bombs. Just filled with bombs. Just so many just, bombs. Just, just chuck a block full of bombs. There's so many bombs in this cable car, folks. And he sends it to... She, he sends her to her doom. Uh, and so Granny chases after her by... <laughs> by skate... By, like, skiing, snowboarding on, like, a bread pan on top of the cables to get to where Little Red Riding Hood is trapped. Which isn't how physics works. Because it's it's a flat surface that she's moving and she's gaining speed on. Like there's acceleration there. Uh, she so she's doing her thing while Patrick Warburton and the uh, Jim Belushi fight the remaining like you know the bad guys essentially the mm-hmm. henchmen. Uh, so all that's going on. They free little red. They put the bomb. <laughs> Okay, just if I recall correctly, just not to gloss over it. It's like sort of revealed that everybody also knows Kung Fu. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Like this is just sort of like, oh, the plot demands that they fight now. So everyone can can do a punch and a kick. Yeah, cool. everyone can do Kung Fu. Boingo is actually revealed. Like him and Red have like a have a fight. And it's actually revealed that Boingo is an, is an extremely adept martial artist. And he uses his ears to fight. And it's actually kind of fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that's the issue is that there's there's parts of this movie that are actually kind of fun. But it's just, as a whole, the parts do not, like, you know, the sum of its parts do not add up very well, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, it's... It, it, and, like, to describe it as, like... The, the, the genre that, like, is the most baffling to me is buddy comedy in this one. Because yeah. who are the buddies? I guess Anne Hathaway <laughs> and, and the wolf, I guess? I guess so, but it, it's like an ensemble comedy. There are There are a lot of characters in this. Oh, yeah. And they have this great bit. Uh, speaking of Twitchy, they give Twitchy coffee, and which, of course, you know, I guess they stole from... No, I guess Over the Hedge stole it from them, because Over the Hedge came out after this movie. Yeah, I guess so. Well, well, well I mean, like, wasn't Hammy's thing that he was given an energy drink, though? Something like that. Like, it's the same shit. Like, 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 they gave him some G Fuel, and he was yeah. like, <laughs> said a bunch of racial slurs, and then he off. was banned from... From Pokemon Unite, yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't quite hang. Uh, but yeah, they give him coffee, and then he, like, speeds away towards the cops, who are apparently going in the wrong direction, as says Wikipedia, right. away from, like, the ca- the cable car, like, where the actual, you know, secret base is, the launching point for the cable cars. And so Twitchy shows up, and he's speaking very fast now, and Nikki Flipper, has had, in his infinite wisdom, grabs a, a tape recorder and, like, records Twitchy talking and then plays it back slowly, and it's just, like, Twitchy's like, hello. <laughs> he's like speaking in a very like distinguished gentleman voice using exquisite mm-hmm. vocabulary it's a good bit it's a good bit nick what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do it's a, it's a good bit <laughs> we, it's a good we can't bit. deny it it's an older <laughs> it's, it's right an older there bit. it's hilarious yeah i mean it's an older bit sir but it checks out it works you know it's whatever and so they they have a kung fu battle with the bunny and uh they put the cable car they detach it from the the thing from like the cables and it falls into a, the water and explodes uh, and probably causes a mini tsunami <laughs> for the, the critters in the lake living on the shores. And then, uh, uh, you know, Glenn Close and Anne Hathaway, uh, they parachute back because now uh, Glenn Close, the granny also has a hood, but it's blue. So, you know, Oh, look, look, we can make the comparison. Look, they're the same person, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, it's, uh, it's parallelism is what that's called. Oh yeah. Exactly. Listen, it's, Listen, listen, hi, hi, it's me, I'm back. It's me, George Lucas. It's, it rhymes, <laughs> baby. It all rhymes, all right? It all comes back together. I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I like it better than Phantom Menace. <laughs> it's better than Phantom... I, listen, I can admit when I make a real stickeroni and cheese, all right? And Phantom Menace <laughs> wasn't it. 
<laughs> so yeah, so basically, yeah, they they're fine. They hang glide black back on their or their hoods, uh, and they kung fu the henchmen to uh, submission, and then they arrest Boingo, uh, and they send him to the to pokey, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's gone. And then at the end, we have like a, an after credit scene that happens before the credits. <laughs> because they're all like okay so like grandma red and and well the wolf are like chilling in like a bar and then nikki flippers had had like asked them to meet him there and he's like listen everybody would you like to join my fbi which is called the happily ever after agency trying to like set up sequels (laughs) with this Mm -hmm, shit mm -hmm. it's well well, 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 don't forget nick there was a sequel and we're gonna talk about it oh yes the hoodwinked two not the letter two but t-o-o hood versus evil Uh uh-huh um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, there are no such efforts to join a crime-solving organization called the Happy Ever After Agency. Cut to next movie. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and I forgot uh, to what mention. What the fuck is this about? Oh, it, you, it's a bad movie, but don't forget that Little Red Riding Hood <laughs> forgives her grandmother because, for not telling her that she's into extreme sports. That's right, that's right, yes. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Because that's the stupidest... Okay, Nick, what if your grandmother was into extreme sports? Good for her! I don't care! I'm not into extreme sports. Well, I mean, like, you know, you, you're Little Red Riding Hood. You're trying to deliver, you know, uh-huh. these goodies to Granny. Uh-huh. From, your, from your perspective, she's dependent on you. You uh-huh. need to take after her well-being, uh-huh. right? You're, you're worried about her. You're always anxious uh-huh. about, uh, like, you know, her health. Right. Her, her physical well-being. Uh-huh. And then, you know, one day she's just like, oh, yeah, I uh-huh. snowboard. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think I can understand that perspective of, uh, of feeling a little bit betrayed by that. Right. Yeah. She was just like, oh, Red, I go hunting sometimes. I like feeling the <laughs> I like feeling the, fig- <laughs> the, the trigger pulled back. It makes uh-huh. me feel happy. And Red's like, whoa, Grandma, what the fuck? <laughs> uh-huh. Grandma, you good? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I would be more concerned if it was hunting, but extreme sports, man, do the sick flips. No, exactly. Do do the cool, do the cool thing. I wouldn't mind. I think it, I think it's great. I, you know what? I I do not expect the people in my life to tell me everything about their lives. You know, there's sometimes sometimes she just needs to have some granny time, and that granny time is winning extreme sports competitions. Nick. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's getting on the mountain and shredding some fucking powder, man. That's what it's all about. And absolutely tearing it up out there with her best friend Sean White. <laughs> <laughs> oh man they, they, they missed out on the fucking sean white cameo dude one last thing i need to say about hoodwinked the first one it had a budget of less than eight million dollars yeah. and it made 110 million dollars in box wow. office sales i mean hey that, that's uh it's pretty good they made out like fucking goody bandits let me tell you they like <laughs> they made out like goody goody fucking like that is insane <laughs> that is absolutely they grossed 102 million box office not to mention dvds not to mention merchandise not to mention tv rights they absolutely made out like bandits so not only could they afford to make hoodwinked 2 hood versus evil uh uh nearly and this is true six years later yeah, that's true. Damn, wow. They, 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 they really kept us on the edge of our seats for that one. Yeah, they, they not only thought that, yeah, we could do this six years later. Uh, <laughs> they thought, yeah, you know what? Let's dump in $30 million into this. Like, let's, let's make it good. And then, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, you know, maybe it'll work out. And they only made $16 million box office. So really, they didn't lose that much from a complete failure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't get Anne Hathaway or Jim Belushi back. All right, They had to get new people. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm seeing this here. It says the, it says the budget was thirty million, and but then it says the box office was just sixteen, presumably uh, sixteen million. But I do enjoy the universe where they made sixteen dollars on this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cheech and Chong are in this movie, Nick. Both of them. Both Cheech and Chong are here, and I, I'm trying so desperately to find where they are because I need to know. Okay, Cheech Marin plays a guy named Mad Hog, and Tommy Chong plays someone named Stone. Dude, Phil, Phil Lamar is in this movie. Phil fucking Lamar. That, who voiced Rick and Samurai Jack, who was in Static Shock and Justice League as the Green Lantern. He was in this movie as a character who's just called Wood. <laughs> just Jesus. Wood. Just Wood. Okay, so... The plot of this movie. Let's see. Why is um, Wayne Newton in this movie? <laughs> why, are, why is Heidi Klum in this movie? I'm so... They needed the all-star cast, Nick. They wanted to make $100 million again. Okay, but did, he, did they need to get Frank Welker in here to do additional animal vocal effects? Did he need to be in here for that? This, mean, is, this is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, God. Also, the, the goat I, comes back in this movie. This is very important. Well, of course. I mean, you know, he, he fucking stole the show in the last movie. All oh, right, so... Uh, Wolf, Granny, and Twitchy trying to save Hansel and Gretel. They're on a mission. Uh, the plan goes wrong, and Granny is kidnapped as well. Um, meanwhile, Red is training with a mysterious group called the Sisters of the Hood, where she learns that a powerful truffle recipe has been stolen. So, so like, already we're on fucking multiple plot threads here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's assigned by Detective Nikki Flippers with Wolf and Twitchy to rescue the recipe and save her grandma. Okay, there's the setup. We we have sort of our, uh, like, uh, you know... Uh, temple idol uh, pre-plot uh, yeah, to, yeah. to sort of set everything up uh, and uh, now we're into the main thing um, let's see they get into the giant's nightclub and try to interrogate his harp what? Is, was the harp alive in this movie? whatever yeah okay. I mean it was alive um, in, the, in Jack and the Beanstalk Oh, was it? Okay. I, I mean, yeah, they're, they're doing you know. a Jack and the Beanstalk riff they're, they're doing a Jack and the Beanstalk um, yeah. but also the three pigs uh, mm. and also, um, freaking, uh, like little boy blue, I think like, yes, I think the, the, so. They're, they're taking like a lot from, uh, a, a lot of different sort of, uh, fairy tales. And I Wait, don't know if that works as well as sort I, of keeping I, it, yeah, keeping yeah, it yeah. I, I, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they're just kind of pulling from everything, but I have a very important question. The th- <laughs> I did not realize that Cheech and Chong voiced two of the three pigs. Right? right, I did not realize that those that, that was the characters that they were voicing, and then Phil Lamar voices the third pig. Why didn't you give Cheech and Chong a role that was only two people? Because it's Cheech and Chong, and they got this chemistry, and then Phil is just there. <laughs> and then they were just like, "Yeah, Phil, get in there." That's like that would be like if you got the Three Stooges and Mark, <laughs> and Mark is also there, and they just throw him in and out of absolutely nowhere. Like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, no. I, I mean, like, you know, maybe they just needed some new blood. Maybe they wanted to make it a comedy trio. <laughs> you Okay, you thought that, you think that maybe Cheech and Chong were trying to, like, test the waters with Phil Lamar. Like, let's see, let's see if this, maybe this could work. Maybe we'll be, like, Cheech, Chong, and Lamar. Like, maybe this will yeah, be kind of, exactly. like, fun. Like, it's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And <laughs> they added on Young eventually. Uh-huh, yeah. It's okay, like if Simon and Garfunkel were just like, you know what? Paul McCartney. Let's get him in here. Let's see yes. how this goes. <laughs> yeah, Simon, Garfunkel, and McCartney. McCartfunkel. Uh-huh. And they just kind of like combine all the names and fun like portmanteaus and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nick, do you okay. know? Uh, so, okay. It, it, actually, I, I don't know if you know this. In uh, in our hometown, there was a place, a coffee shop called uh, the Cheech's Zone. 
Uh, and <laughs> Cheech Mar- Mar- Marin, Cheech Marin sued Cheech's own <laughs> because he didn't allow them to use his name, and Cheech won. <laughs> so now the place is just called the Lucid Coffee Company. <laughs> because wow. Cheech Marin needed to step in and be like, no, you're not allowed to use my name. <laughs> oh my Ugh. god. But right, anyway, fantastic. so so yeah, so they 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 find the three little pigs who are now part of a pig mercenary group hired by Hansel and Gretel because Hansel and Gretel are the bad guys in this one. Uh, yes, that's right. Granny eventually recognizes that Hansel and Gretel are uh, the mastermind behind it all. Once again, fucking great subversion. You don't know who's good and evil here. It's all uh, it's all shades of gray. Uh, yeah, and actually, see. the evil the evil witch and Granny were like friends when they were in the Sisters of the Hood. Uh, but Veruska, yeah, that's right. She was always second best behind Granny's accomplishments. So we got a little bit of like that jealous rage in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, and there's also a conflict between Wolf and Red uh, because oh yeah, they uh, hate each other in this one. This is a buddy cop movie if I've ever seen one. Yeah, yeah. And like it, it always feels like Red needs to be like betrayed by somebody. Like that's yeah. her character trait. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Also, they meet up with Boingo the bunny, who's who they do like a they do a a Silence of the Lambs riff where he's <laughs> where he is like Hannibal Lecter, and like he's like this. he's yeah he's in a straight jacket and he has like the thing you know that the the slotted mask thing. Yeah, the mask. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. They have that. Classic. It's it's a great bit. It's it's a solid bit. Bad movie, solid bit. That's incredible. Make it back to HQ to find it abandoned and damaged by Hansel and Gretel's pig henchmen. Oh no. Um, let's see. Uh. The two infiltrate uh, with help from Kirk the Woodsman, Martin Short. Uh, yeah. He's replaced by Martin Short and his yodeling troop. So we needed to get Kirk in there. The yeah. classic character, Kirk the Woodsman. Uh, let's see. Uh, Red accidentally reveals the final macadamia, the final recipe for the truffles. Fucking whatever. Uh, let's see. And then Hansel, um, and, Gretel Han- eat- Hansel and Gretel eat the truffles, transform into giants, and what? go on a rampage through the city. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. <laughs> It's Gundam, baby. It's Gundam. This is, baby. This is a kaiju film. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Hoodwinks that the end... Two: Hood versus Evil is a CGI animated children's independent fairy tale parody, satirical musical fantasy buddy comedy action crime thriller mystery kaiju film. Kaiju film. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. Eat your goddamn heart out. <laughs> this is Ugh. what this is what the people were talking about. So they, be- yeah, yeah, they betray Veruska, the evil witch, leaving her to be eaten by a giant spider. It's pretty fucking dark, but okay, That's sure. Dark as hell. What the fuck? Okay, and then Granny, Granny persuades her to join forces with Red Wolf and Twitchy. They oh, trick Hansel and Gretel into eating more truffles, which makes them so obese that they can no longer move their arms and legs before the two are arrested. Uh, uh, <laughs> what a fucking climax! Hmm. Wow. And then, and then they try to set up for another sequel because Nikki Flippers recruits them for another mission. Yet another one. Oh, I. Did Danny Pudi was in this as Little yeah. Boy Blue. Yeah, Bill Hader was in this movie. Bill Hader was Hansel, and Amy Poehler was Gretel. And apparently, they're a lot of fun in this. Huh. Well, there you go. I'm. Oh my god! And I think also there's a character called Klaus, and I think that they were trying to do. <laughs> I think they're trying to do a Santa Claus thing. Mm, <laughs> and I, sure. And I, and I just don't know why. This this movie uh, is obviously a lot worse than the first one obviously uh i mean like it's the classic like sort of uh like sequel problem where you know the the characters have like gotten into their situation and then gotten out of it 
But, like, you know, the situation was sort of their entire character. So what do you do after that? They just go on some mission and do a thing. And yeah. it's uh, it's just not the same. And, like, you can try and build out some backstory with the Sisters of the Hood, but no one's buying that retcon shit. No one gives a shit about the Sisters of the Hood. Don't even try. Don't even try, baby. I just... Uh, oh. But, uh, yeah. It's just not... It's uh, the first movie I could justify. I I kind of still like it. I think it's got like a flow to it. Like it, you just ha- you have to be in it. That's the thing about Hoodwinked One is you got to be like ready for its bullshit. You need to be <laughs> ready for it. But Hoodwinked Two, you, you need to be ready for the fact that Granny was tied up because she got tangled in her uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking parachute wires. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be ready to face that kind of thing. And then once you once you're in it. Yeah, baby, you can you can imagine. Then it becomes a body cop. Then it becomes as again as Wikipedia describes the CGI animated children's independent fairy tale parody satirical musical fantasy body cop comedy action crime thriller mystery kaiju film. All right, then mm-hmm. you can get ready for it. But if you're not ready for it, uh, that's what. Okay, if you don't like this movie, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's our thesis. <laughs> that's our thesis. All right, hoodwinked, babe. I I can I, I like if you had to take a guess of how many times you watched this movie. Oh man, there have definitely been some incomplete watches, but like, I don't know, three or four overall. Damn, it's been such a long time. That seems like a normal amount. I, <laughs> again, we watch this movie a lot on car rides, so I'm probably in the twenties. <laughs> oh man, I've probably wow. seen Hoodwinked Jesus. One more times than I've seen like I don't know, uh. No, not Space Robin Hood Men in Tights. Okay, yes, actually, yes. I, I haven't seen Robin Hood Men in Tights nearly as many times as I've seen Hoodwinked. Oh, <laughs> but no. Spaceballs, baby, I'm still in the 30s on Spaceballs. I'm getting up there, man. I'm racking up those <laughs> 50 watches and I get a freeze milkshake <laughs> at, uh, at Sonic. <laughs> so so to, to sort of end this off here, Nick, uh, I, I would like to play a bit of a game with you, which is how many genres can we ascribe to Hoodwink? Exclamation point. Okay, yeah. So we have okay. So CGI animated is one. Let me pull up my note. Let me you know. Let me pull up a calculator and we can just keep track, right? Mm-hmm. Add it by one. All right. So uh, so it's a CGI animated movie first, right? Right. It's a, it's a children's movie second, right? Yep. It's an independent baby Sundance, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Then? Also, something we neglected to mention: uh, the Weinstein Company pro- produced this one and it its did, sequel. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of fun. So take that <laughs> as it will. Uh, I don't think we're getting any Hoodwink sequels anymore. I'll just, uh, I'll just, you know. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. I- independent. Uh, f- we got that one. Fairy tale. So that's four. All right. Parody. That's that's you know that's five. Right. That's five. Right. Uh, we got satirical, which is the same satirical. thing. We're going to leave it at five. We're going to leave it at five <laughs> because how dare they? Musical. Now, that's the interesting one. Uh, yes, Boingo has a great musical number. And yes, the goat is there. Uh, and yes, red is blue. But I mean, I don't know. She, she she sings at the beginning. She sings at the beginning. Oh, she does sing. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. She does. I forgot about that no. one. And like she, uh, <laughs> that was another joke. She like a bunch of birds like carry her across the river uh, on because she's singing so good. And Nikki Flippers is like the only crime that you committed this entire time is that you didn't have a license to do that. <laughs> she can. It's kind wow. of a fun, kind of a fun, uh, fun joke. Uh, okay, then we okay. have a fantasy. Yes, fantasy, buddy comedy. Yes, action, yes. crime thriller, yes. mystery. Yes, we got eleven so far. Okay, so uh, can we call this a science fiction film? Uh, I think that we absolutely can, uh, because how are these animals 
doing human things, I think. Yeah, it's how are they able to talk? How are they yeah, able to talk? It's, it's, it's got to be a genetic, uh, d- a wild genetic experimentation. Can yeah. we call it an extreme sports film? Uh, I think I'm surprised that Wikipedia didn't. There's so much. There's so many stream sports in this one, guys. Let me tell you. There's there's people doing flips, and it's very poorly rendered. <laughs> and there's mm-hmm. lots of karate. Uh, so yes, absolutely. Well, okay, karate, kung fu film. Here's another one, right? Kung fu film. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, hmm. Is it a police procedural? Are there um, police procedural movies or are those only TV shows? Uh, I think you could shorten Hoodwink down to an episode like of CI, uh, CSI length, right? Because it's only 80 minutes long. Sure, let's put it in there. Yeah, yeah might as well. Uh, uh, let's see here. So I know if you've done extreme sports, could, could we just do sports? Could we just do sports? <laughs> Is Hikaru no go a Hoodwink anime? Uh, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> Uh, okay, what about, um, mm, well, uh, I guess fashion, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of hoods going on in this one, right? There's a lot of hoods. I think we can put fashion in there for sure. Um, what about, uh, huh. I was going to say the woodsman is like trying to be an actor. So that like, I mean, fucking Hollywood loves it. Hollywood loves it when you talk about, uh, the business. So, I mean, probably like, what, what would you call that kind of genre where it's like about the industry? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a La La Land kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a thing. Uh, But what do you call... I'm just going to call it... uh, I'm just going to call it... uh, I'm just going to call it uh, self... (laughs) I'm just going to call it masturbation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Acting masturbation. Uh, Well, okay. Uh, I think that's... No, that's can't be it. Because there's also like a survival element with the woodsman, right? He's there. Uh, It's a survival horror. Survival horror. (laughs) Yeah, survival horror. horror. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Documentary, because he's like uh, chopping down all the things, right? Uh, Mockumentary, because it's a parody. So we can also get that in. We can also get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I mean, we got crime. We got survival horror. We got crime is thriller. It a spy film? Uh, do, yeah. Do, do, At do, the do, end, do, 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 yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. Do Boingo's henchmen count as spies? Well, they definitely counted spies at the end when they joined the happily ever after agency. That's right. So, it's, so this is also an espionage movie, of course. Mm-hmm. Espionage, espionage. In the same vein as like you know your Mission Impossible's, your 007's, all those guys. Um, and I think. Uh, I think that might be. Well, we can't. It's not. It's not porn. It's definitely not. It's not, definitely not porn. We can like uh-huh. for sure say with a, a lot of certainty it's not. Well, okay. Hmm. If all the animals. <laughs> okay. If all the animals are sentient, and Nikki Flippers has a pet who is also we're an not animal. Interrogating this. It was also an animal. Is that this is dog, a BDSM film? Is this a BDSM film? And is. I'm, 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 I mean, the point of this bit is to get as many genres on there as we can, so put it down, I guess. I, I mean, if Pulp Fiction gets a gimp, who's, say, who's saying that Nikki Flipper's pet is not also a gimp? So that's 22 so far. Uh, and I think... Did we say comedy? <laughs> uh, I mean, let's see here. Uh, the Wikipedia doesn't actually list comedy. It lists buddy comedy, so mm. <laughs> I think we can put comedy in there. Yeah, this is like a regular com- ensemble comedy. Yeah. And... I mean, we're at twenty three. Can we can we squeeze two more out of it? Like what what oh, else? Man, make it even twenty five. I, mean, um, I would like to. Huh. If we can, um, which is like an educational. Is it a drama? Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a drama, and maybe an educational film. Maybe an educational film. Is it a superhero film? Hmm. Okay. Um. So that's a hard one. Uh. Technically, the MCU movies 
like let's let's say like um like Captain America a not uh the the second one the Winter Soldier one right that's yeah, technically yeah. a superhero film but it's I mean, more I mean, of a like, kung fu spy film yeah exactly and if Hawkeye can be a superhero yeah then yeah surely yeah. Little Red Riding Hood in Hoodwinked exclamation point can be a superhero no for sure absolutely fruitly I mean that does bring us to twenty five uh so I feel pretty comfortable because like even you think I mean like how how can Granny skate on the cable wires that are at complete like level unless she has some kind of like built-in superpower propulsion system right exactly exactly I, I, nick i completely agree with you uh, and i think uh, you know the conclusion we've come to is that hoodwinked exclamation point is all things to all people and mm-hmm. if you don't like it it's your fault it's it's an omni movie and if you can't find yeah, you, joy out of it you were watching it wrong you're you're watching it's your fault okay like i don't know what the hell we have 25 genres you have to like one of them if you can't mm. like any of them then that's your you gotta reevaluate your life all right hoping to hood versus evil yeah yep it's a bad movie don't worry about that one you don't we can just push that one aside even though bill Hader's in it i love bill Hader and amy poehler they're both in there not a great movie but this one fucking just come on come on come on come on Come on. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to Nostalgia Blinded. Thank you to Nick and the Like Heavy Boys for the use of our theme song, Old Habits, which you can listen to Spotify. Uh, yeah, fuck. You, you can listen to on Spotify now, like an adult. <laughs> like an adult. Thank you also to Andy Hubert uh, for making our cover art. Uh, you can find him on Instagram in the description below. And you should buy things from him. And uh, you should. Uh, Tune in next week for another great episode of Nostalgia Blinded. Same Nick time. Same Nick channel. I'm not looking for things to be the same as they were. Baby